Hey, it's me and the gay homie. I'm the Otis. This is Joe. What's cracking? Hey, guys. guys. We missed you. <laughs> this is us, you know, really putting in some effort to to put out some content because it ain't, it ain't, we, it's been a minute and we have to do something and we're bored as mm-hmm. shit so we may as well do it. We may give you two fucking episodes a week. <laughs> Who knows? It's a brand new day. Ain't doing it shit. Is. Try to find some new shit to do. Mm-hmm. I downloaded some gardening, uh, <laughs> some gardening class. Oh, have you so you can fill up that bald ass yard you got in the front? Okay. Okay. Yes. So what I plan on doing in the front, it what he's talking about, people, is this one section, you know, the one the part that's like right next to the street. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing there. So what I plan on doing, and I know y'all don't really give a fuck about this shit, but I'm just gonna tell you anyway. Oh, I'm interested. I'm gonna build some garden boxes. And I'm gonna put the garden boxes on that part right there, that dirt. Garden boxes? Yeah, I make garden boxes. Oh, garden boxes. Like, I get you. They're like little, you know, flowers and shit in these boxes. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. And you know what? That yeah. speaks to you still because it's like it's something masculine it's about something that in the sense that you all into carpentry yeah. and shit. So, you know. Yeah. You can tell that that type of person lives here with flowers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even going to put flowers. I'm going to grow vegetables in the front. I'll see that even, yeah. Like, I don't want to waste, like, space for, like... You're practical. I don't want right. to waste space for just Like, you need it to make sense. I'm on food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get that. <laughs> Look, let's let's get straight to it. Like, this right here, this situation that we're in has created different priorities. One of the main priorities for me is how it's sustainability. Like, how am I going to... And, and independence, mm-hmm. actually. Because if something happens again, I don't want to be dependent on this country for my food. I mean, that's going to be a big takeaway from this. Is I think everybody's going to come out of here with some version of forms of betterness. You know, like, they're going to have to take skill sets from this situation, because you're looking at these walls every day, um, you know, you're finding creative outlets, yes or no, but also you can't help but think. And you're like, damn, I need to be able to do some shit outside of this if something like this ever happened again, or like, I need to make money. Let's give a little timeline to our situation personally, man. So, you know, people can truly understand. I mean, we know everybody's going through it, but y'all... Check out, check us out to see what the fuck we going through. So, Deotis and I work at the same spot. Um, we were told to when we were told on a Friday, you know, hey guys, we're gonna shut it down for until further notice. So we all went home, or was that it Thursday? Was Thursday? Yeah, it was, it was like Thursday. Middle of the county. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming, but what we didn't know was that a week and a half later. We were gonna get hit with, <clears throat> hey guys, so the company is gonna start doing some cutbacks yeah. and we're gonna start laying some people off. We got laid off a week and a half yep. after this. Let I mean, and to think like um, I was working there for almost six years, so it's just like, damn. I mean, they was gonna have to tear that job out of my hands, my cold, sweaty hands. <laughs> No, look we all have plans we all have plans with this job we were like there's no reason 
But like, because, you know, we've had our conversations about the job where like, dude, I'm tired of this job. I- I'm better than this job. <laughs> I don't like people looking at me like they, people looking at me like this is all mm-hmm. I got. They have no idea what I have, what I'm, what I'm, what about. I'm working on, yeah. what I plan. And we all were, you know, we all had an exit plan. We're like, but we were, we were in a situation where we did not need to just walk away from the job until it was necessary because we weren't no. stressed. It was a good job. Yeah, we had great benefits. Mm-hmm. Like it was really, it was really a good place to to um to be for people who were trying to get yeah, some shit if you done. Were creative, that was a space to be in, um, hands down. And yeah, that was the whole attractive factor about staying at that place and on top of that it wasn't taking too much of your like brain power or distraction if you were interested in other arts so you was able to do this job without it taking away so much from what you wanted your career to be you know absolutely and i'm not a creative i I had some other stuff going on but in the thing (laughs) well what i'm saying is i'm not a creative in a sense that I'm trying to uh, get a career from being from my creativity. Oh, okay, I still think you know that's what I mean. But go ahead. <laughs> right. Well, um, well, my main point is, I w- you know, if I needed time off to go work on something, like I was, I had a very busy 2019 mm-hmm. and 2018 where I had to leave work at different times and go to meetings, go to go knock out some homework, and you know, go check out some just a whole bunch of shit interviews all kind of shit that i had to do and um like that was the perfect job our our manager who honestly man he's like a mm-hmm, big brother to us. like we we've had our ups and downs but i can say that dude is family he looked out for us he would if we needed to do anything yeah go ahead it was never, yeah he definitely it was, supported our arts too like just supported i just want to be there yeah. for us in any way that he can and you can't you don't get that you just don't. He would get so excited yeah. about our wins. He got so excited about all mm-hmm. of our wins. I Genuinely, we were like, in that place for real. Yeah, man, we're gonna be reminiscing about that job this whole time. <laughs> that whole time, man, it's yeah. sad. Now, all right, <laughs> so so it it really it it definitely hit me where I was like, damn, life is about yeah. to be different. The good thing about me and D, I will say about this job, the good thing about me and D, though, D's schedule changed over the past, like, few months. So, hey, we text, we, we DM each other the same way we've been doing, because we had at work we weren't seeing each other as much anyway. So, yeah, our relationship yeah. is cool. Now, there's others who, you know, I've been seeing and hanging out with for, Man, even the people who we, who don't work directly with us, I will miss those people. I will miss that whole like, yeah, you created relationships with people, but you they were solely tied to this job, you know. And those are the the relationships that you are going to miss. You know, it's like, yeah, I fuck with this person, and if I see them somewhere, you know, hey, what's up? But honestly, I ain't gonna probably fuck with them outside of this place, you know, and that's going to be this. There are a few, though. There are a few relationships we grab from here that I'm sure that we may, even if it's just like, hitting up, talking for a minute through Instagram, that, because at this point in our lives, we hang out who we hang out with. Yeah. I don't park. I don't go out no more. Yeah. Like, when I, I plan on possibly getting a, 
when things get back to whatever normal is, mm-hmm. uh, whatever normal will be, we want to do um, Tacos and Paint again. I miss that. <laughs> yeah, we really want to get that cracking again. Mm-hmm. But um, can you talk about some of the emotions that maybe uh, you've been going through, like, from day to day? It's definitely been ups and downs, you know. <laughs> I'll be a superstar if I ain't have to work, you know. So it's just like, okay, well now you have more time to do more creative things, like what you've been wanting to do the whole time. Like this is your job has been the only thing that's been holding you back from that. But this is so much larger than that. It puts everything in perspective about like what the fuck I've been doing with my life. You know, I want to be an artist and do feverish things like that but at the same time this remind this humbles you to remind you that the only thing that really matters is your family true relationships things that you can count on <laughs> and so i've been in a position to reflect more than ever in my life and i mean i think in whole like all of us you can't remember being at home this often, this much since you was Never like a happened. kid. Like, Man. even so, it's just yeah. You're definitely thinking like I was just talking about how I just started remember remembering like, you know, you, you in here watching movies, you you know, you're doing other things, and it's I'm being reminded of like trauma that I forgot that I remembered, you know, or that I pushed out of my head, and I'm just like, damn, that did happen. Oh, damn, that's that's that is fucked up. My ups with this is me like taking the time to reflect and remembering like it's okay to be, you know, secluded and alone. And then my downs with this is when I go to the grocery store and I don't get to enjoy those types of like regular things I used to actually enjoy doing. Like I liked going to the grocery store and now it's completely stressful, you know, or. Oh, it's so stressful. Or, like get the fuck or, away from get the fuck, just, get, just, just get the fuck out of here. That's what you're trying to do. And. Or the other part is me sometimes thinking and like trying to wrap my mind around all of this. Cause sometimes, you know, it's not hard to wrap your mind. And other times it's really hard when you think about how much on a global scale this is on. Or for me, I think about, you know, the government don't care about people, they care about money first. So for them to sacrifice the economy to go as far as to shut everything down and to be giving us money. I'm like, this shit has to be so much worse than I can ever know. You know, like, (laughs) so like going as broad as that and as narrow as not that and everywhere in between. But yeah, I am having ups and downs about it and trying to figure out, trying to be okay with, you know, finding solace and knowing that everybody's in the same boat, but also, you know, the unknown is scary and what's going to happen afterwards. And thinking about the era of time where things are not going to go back just like that, like there's going to be, you know, months, if not a year of people trying to get back to what's considered normal and what was normal. I don't think it is going to be normal. It's going to be some variation of it. So that's where I've been with it, you know. Yeah. Um man, I at first I was like, all right, cool. We got some time off. I'm about to go hard on the workouts. Mm-hmm. That, that that lasted for like a week. <laughs> What'd you say? That lasted like a, two weeks, maybe for me, where I was like, okay, I'm just gonna run every day. I can't go to the gym. Was running and then I ate too much and I didn't feel like it no more. Bruh, look, I all right. So, yeah. So when I started this up, it was a whole plan. I was like, OK, I'm, I'm getting in really good shape already. 
I'm about to take this to the next level. I can really focus in and just work out really hard and eat right. Mm-hmm. And then when we got laid off, that shit went out the fucking, the fucking like, door. Like, yeah, you thought I, it was I didn't stop yet. working out. I didn't stop working. I, I wasn't as consistent for sure. But the eating, oh my God. Man. I could not get out of the kitchen. Yeah. I, look, it was one week where I ordered cookies and ice cream three days out the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like on, on Uber Eats. Oh, one day I was about to get that, but I was like, oh, I feel fat getting that shit three, like another day. So I got pancakes and biscuits <laughs> from fucking uh, Honey Kettle. But I didn't get chicken or nothing. I got pancakes and <laughs> fucking biscuits. That and that's the type and of shit that's so fucking good. I oh told you God. the other day I made, and this is what's this is like quarantine ridiculousness. Like I told you how I made pancakes and hamburger helper. I was like, at the same time, at the same time on the same plate. <laughs> what? I hate it. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> and I'm How like, did that sound good to you? It didn't. It was just, and it was like midnight. I probably had smoke. And I was hungry and I had mismatched. I had like miracle meals left in the cabinets where you just put some random ass concoctions together. And oh yeah, you saw that time where I had Captain Crunch and no milk. So I used uh <laughs> water and like syrup and then like mix that and then let's not talk about it but yeah no that was dude when i saw that shit i was like you're nuts bro (laughs) it was but i can't look i can't even talk though because when we when i say cookies and ice cream i don't mean like two cookies (laughs) i got at least at least five cookies every time with three scoops of different ice creams yeah, like it was. Yo, it was. It was fucking good. Mm-hmm. But anyway, even then, I was like, all right, because it, it wasn't just the workout. I was like, I'm gonna keep up my same routine. I'm gonna wake up at five a.m. I'm going to meditate, read, work out. First week, I read a book in a day. I was, like, oh yeah, oh, wow. let's keep this going. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that layoff. It really, I haven't read since. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've read. Like a little, but it's, it hasn't been consistent at all. This week, I've finally um, gotten back to some kind of sense of normalcy in my life, where I'm getting up early, I'm getting on my laptop. I've uh, I downloaded this, um, I downloaded this stock market, stock investing uh, course by this guy named Boyce Watkins. Um, Dr. Boyce Watkins, uh, like hope, like I try to do an hour a day on that. Mm-hmm. Then I go, I've been working out more. I've been working out consistently over the past two weeks. This week I'm trying to cut out the food shit. So yeah, I'm trying to get it back going, man. I, I have did. a one track so, mind. Cause I feel like there was a ton of things that I wanted to do that, you know, work and time management have prevented me to do. And so I've been spending all this time doing all of that. And then after that, I'm gonna go back into running again. Like just like I can't do it all together. Like now I'm about to power clean my house tomorrow, you know, shit like that. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, it, every time I talk to people, they they do remind me, like, yo, you're not doing nothing. Cause I was getting depressed. I'm like, fuck, I gotta mm-hmm. do something in my life. I gotta, I got 
Cause that whole I you know what? I'm not gonna lie, I felt the pressure of those fucking memes. Yeah. Every time I saw that meme that said, if you don't come out of this with a new script or uh, learning a new language, mm-hmm. it got to me because I did shit. Then I looked up, I painted my wait, say that again. You went out for a second. I'm sorry, guys. Bear with us. Feel- We're actually using an Anchor app, so we're on both remote locations because I don't want none of his nasty-ass germs. And so yeah, I definitely um, don't want yours because you, you came back from Australia and shit with Tom Hanks. That was months ago. Weeks ago. Days ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah so-, so, I don't know. We're trying this uh-huh. out. Um, but uh, the good side is that we're on all outlets right now. All radio outlets so you can find us anywhere now but you know we may go in and out a little bit sometimes i don't know we're trying it out but yeah so um people had to like i would I, I would get down on myself and then they're like but bro didn't you say you were painting and i did i painted my living room painted my bathroom you've been painting yeah man i wish i want to do that like you painted the wall yeah you took shit down and painted Look, damn Nigga, did you paint them white? Like, if you was going to paint, could you have done an accent wall or something? Oh, absolutely like, not. <laughs> I'm not with the accent walls and shit like that. I'm I'm an adult. Like, you... I'm a, man, I hate my white walls. My walls all dingy. White. I need... <laughs> Brand new, bright white. I did my... I am so jealous of you, man. I, I can't get myself to do that for nothing in the world, man. Paint paint my walls, yeah. man. I just... So, yeah, and they would tell me, like, so yo, bro, you did your living room, you did your, your den, you did your hallway, you did your bathroom. Like, what the fuck? And, like, I really did some deep cleaning in my kitchen. Like, I'm... <laughs> like, my kitchen has been yeah. trashed for years. <laughs> I went in there, I rearranged, I threw away a bunch of shit. I rearranged my my pots and pans, threw away a bunch of shit I know I'm never gonna use. Um uh, mm-hmm. went through all the cabinets, got rid of a bunch of old ass expired fucking seasons and food and shit out the fridge. I cleaned shit I ain't never cleaned before. I cleaned some shit yeah. I didn't know I've, I've never seen before. See, and and that and it would have never happened if it wasn't for this moment in 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 history. Uh, you know, like even you know Samar and Tiny, the day for yesterday, they spent five hours and made a spread of authentic Chinese food. Like wow. it was amazing, and you know, it's the type of thing where you leave this moment. You're like, I ain't gotta go to this restaurant anymore. I know how to make this, or I know how to make that because you had this um, moment. No, You've been spending all your time painting and shit. I've been, you know editing projects that has been filmed since October that I hadn't gotten to <laughs> editing finally, you know, hey, man. putting my reels together and things like that. But it's, it's, it's a bittersweet. Cause again, like I said, it, it, it this whole thing puts your perspectives. I'm like, that shit don't matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I am, I am starting to, you know, I'm, I did also download like three gardening classes and <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm going to learn how to do soil for vegetables and fruits and all kind of shit. I've been, I've been trying to rejuvenate my avocado tree. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I went on YouTube and saw a few little tips about trying to get my, um, get the flowers to pollinate. So I made this honey and water solution that I sprayed on the, on the flowers of the avocado trees so that it's bringing all the bees down. and shit. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Then the next day, like two bees were in my house. I was like, what the fuck? And you know, they're but going extinct. Them- like I barely see them at all. <laughs> and so. I've seen four over here. Two are dead now because they were in my house. I, I try not to kill them. I really yeah. try not to kill them. Mm. But they would not leave. <laughs> they wouldn't leave. <laughs> they wouldn't leave. I tried to like, guide them out the house without killing them. And they just, I was like, I can't, they got to go. What shows you been watching? I know everybody been binging things. I was, we, we definitely needed to talk about that. Um, so Ozark was probably the first one. Yes, I, I finally I, started watching that. I'm in season, the middle of season two. It's just good. So I cannot discuss it with you, but just I'm just going to say, mm-hmm. Ozark season three is really fucking good. I'm excited. And it, I mean, it's it ended like, what the fuck? Yeah. Wasn't it's funny to me, too, that the wife be having me chuckling. Everybody loves the wife. And I'm like, I'm on the husband's side. Yeah. Okay, so as the seasons go on, it becomes more of a divide with them? Um, They're both on, they're on two different sides, man. They're they're really, they have two different ways they want to go about this. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But you got roots, man. What else you been watching? Um, oh, well, I do want to say, look, I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen, but there is a scene that I can't wait for you to see. Like In season three. In season three, this guy, like, it's like genius. Like, he was, it was such an incredible scene. He showed his fucking acting chops. Like, he killed it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they give awards just off a fucking scene. (laughs) <laughs> but if they do, he deserves that shit. Like it was, it was like his own little like monologue, man. And it was, is it a character that's introduced in season three, or he been there the whole time? Yep, yep, yep. It'll be it'll be for somebody you've never seen before. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, I've been watching. Well, Better Call Saul. You know, it's not streaming, but um, it's I've not been, streaming no more. Or no, no. When I say I'm saying I'm saying it's like. Uh, oh, it's not I'm a new say show. It's like it every week. Yeah. And it's a new one. They just, so the finale just went, um, just happened, I believe. I believe that was is the, the um is How often, because I don't watch, I watched like maybe three episodes of that series before, and they were good. I don't know why I didn't continue it. But do you find that show being entwined with Breaking Bad, like for real, for real? Or they just absolutely apart, depart itself from it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's definitely, well, you're, you're forever going to keep thinking Breaking Bad because of the characters. Because you know, like, you you know, certain characters are going to die eventually, even though you won't see it from this show. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. And you knew that he was going to become Saul Goodman, even though he was just Jimmy. Right. You know, for okay. the first, what, two, three seasons? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. this you were trying, so you're sitting there wondering how the fuck did you get to that guy? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, and it's really it, it it really shows you know all the that's why I love it so much because it shows how it created the man. Because mm-hmm. when we're introduced to him, we're like, you are a piece of shit, you yeah. are a con artist, but this shit shows. 
the human being. Right. Mm-hmm. And how he got to this point, man. So uh, and that's a good backstory. Like when you're able to tell it. Um, I'm trying to think. Man, you what, know what really got the shows? Amazon, man. They got some good shows on there. What What have you watched on Amazon? Um, I did finish uh, Hunters. The Hunters with Al Pacino. How was that? It was really good. I felt. Um, I know some of the Jewish community was offended by it because it's kind of glamorized. Well, they feel like it's glamorizing like the Holocaust and stuff. Uh-huh. But I just feel like it's telling the story just like the slavery story has been told in so many different trajectories. And it's not it's not telling the story as like fact. It's just kind of like this are things that could happen, would have and may have happened while this was going on. You know, um, we um, I know we been watching the boys. That was really good on there. I watched it twice. Watch it twice, yeah. <laughs> I just watched it again, man. I love that shit. I've been reading a comic. All right, I forgot there is a right. And yo, if y'all yo. don't know, the boys is about like almost comic characters, but they're really dark and really like if they existed in a real world, you know. Yo, the so, yeah. comic, the comic is way worse than the show. Really, we're talking about. They say so it's much shit. Con. I mean, it, they say racial shit. They say they're all they do oh. on the fucking comic is fucking. We're talking about mm-hmm. heterosex, homosexual sex. We're talking about <laughs> like they're pants. They're like they don't give a fuck. They're just fuck. There's a there was one um character who he goes to his therapist. He's like, I can't stop just fucking shit. And we're not even mm-hmm. talking about like people. He's just putting his dick in holes. Oh, wow. I think he fucked the, he fucked the, t- the, the doctor, the doctor you went to go see, he fucked the cat. Like the doctor's oh, wow. cat. That's, like, that's, this is how the comic is. It's off the chain. Okay, before we go anywhere, we do have to talk about this versus on IG that was created by Swiss Beats and Timbaland. Oh, the verse that was created by Swiss Beat and Timberland. Okay. Are you not watching this? I've been watching the Babyface and the, um, I'm watching. It's a few of them out yeah, there. Yeah, that's though. who. Yeah, so Timberland and Swiss Beats created it. They're the ones okay. getting, get you know, getting the people involved, getting the uh, artists okay. involved. And like I've been like without even know without even without even like listening to that, like I was. Swiss Beats and Timbaland, I would think I would think Timbaland would take that just because, like, but then Swiss Beats fucking surprises yeah, because you. I'm thinking about the plethora of work. Like, so what, are they going off of their past work or are they like actively in that moment trying to? Nah, they're past right. work. But this is the thing about this. This is the thing about this challenge. There's some shit that you don't even realize that right. people have I'm done. Sure. Like this motherfucker. Um, Lil John, he pops up with some fucking reggae shit that sounded hella dope. When did you do like, that? When did you do this? <laughs> I mean, him and T Pain, that shit was fun. Um, oh, it was Sean Garrett against the Dream, the Teddy Riley shit. Teddy Riley and uh, <laughs> Baby Face. Baby Face. Like, I was super excited about it because I'm a they. Huge, I'm, they got the most work out of everybody. Like that. <laughs> Teddy, I was excited too. Like, as far as, like, what I want to listen to, I'm going to choose mm. probably Teddy Riley's work. But we're talking about Babyface. Babyface has, like, I think 11 Grammys. Yeah. 
I mean, and, it, and every single time, no matter how much you know his work, it's always shit that you didn't know he did. Like, what? I didn't know he did. Baby, baby, baby. Realize he did like three or four, maybe more of like the top fucking songs for uh, TLC. Um, he basically is Tony Braxton's career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is fucking. Um, um, Bobby Brown's first album. I mean, not first album, but his hit album. His uh, his single. I mean, his uh, solo. Yeah. Yeah, but the hit album because he had one album before his first album didn't do as well. But we're talking about the one that sold fucking a hundred million or whatever. Crazy <laughs> like the only song he didn't do, I think, is like my prerogative. And you know who did that? Who? Teddy Riley. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he did every little step. Don't be cruel. Uh Rony. Uh some other shit. Like it was bad. If they had oh god, but Teddy Riley is Teddy Riley was doing so much. Yeah. He he looked so thirsty. And uh, it was when he had the whole think, production in the background answer. Yeah, I was like, what did he what do? Wrong? It made me think, what did he do wrong with his career where he thinks that he needs to, to compensate be this for anything? Thirsty. Yeah, what did he do? What money did you lose out on? Like, are you, people not giving you your credit? Maybe that's it that he felt like he, this is his time to shine because to I me, people knew. Yeah. I thought everybody knew. And I mean, maybe because. You want to pull up, you want to pull out all the stocks when you're going against Babyface, though. Like, but because you don't see yourself on the same level as him, like, but I don't get, I, I mean, I feel like he should, yeah, like he, he should. created a he whole sh- sound, he should, but yeah. The, um, damn, uh, New Jack Swing, New Jack Swing is Teddy Riley, he created that, like, like you did this, like, guy is you, you did. That that's that's your crew, like I mean, but there's so much more that he's done, and I was just looking like, why do you feel like? Because I thought he should have been looking chill as fuck, like baby, baby he face looks so fucking unbothered. <laughs> baby face was so over fucking, Baby face just got over the coronavirus. You said what? Baby face just got over the coronavirus, and he was looking that chill. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he had. No. Wait a minute. Did he for real? Yes. That's what I read. I mean, look, this dude was unbothered. By the only thing he was bothered by was the extra doubt shit, like, you know, the first night. He was just like, okay, well, I guess we're finished, guys. <laughs> Going back to And even when they came back, like, how unbothered he was, he was still like, and, like, when he started do, um, performing some songs, like, in real time. He had got over, he had got up to like 400,000 people was watching his story. And he was just like, all right, um, <laughs> goodbye. Like, good night. Like, he had a huge ass audience, did not give a fuck. Because you got <laughs> one dude who knows his work and yeah. he knows that he's appreciated. He he's like, whatever, this is this is fun. I'm not doing anything. And the other one is like, mm-hmm. yo, this is my time to shine. I can't, I gotta, I gotta show him what's up. Did you see how many fucking people were in that man's house? <laughs> like that is he had like a, stu- a small like the social production. Distance. Like they should have everything was out the window. They should have raided his fucking house and arrested. <laughs> him. 
Like he had like 50 fucking people in that house because they showed the behind the scenes shit. I was like, are you making a movie? (laughs) What the fuck? So you've been watching Black as Fuck. I love it. I love it. Look, Mm -hmm. it's like a black, rich, married with children. (laughs) I think one thing we got to understand, like I think we, we start putting our shows in these boxes where like this show is not to be taken like completely serious all the time. Like it's, they are just, I mean, like I said, the married with children uh, comparison is really close. Now, Mm -hmm. then they'll drop some fucking jewels on you, some real facts on you when it comes to black folks and our history in this country and why he's going through certain things, why he feels like he needs to overcompensate you know, why he's wearing the, all the chains and dressing and spending a lot of money on this and that. You know, it, 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 they really kind of break it down well. I like the show. I was, when I first turned it on and I saw who the wife was, I was like, hmm. I was like, okay. Rashida Jones, right? Quincy Jones' daughter. Yeah, Rashida, Rashida Jones. I, I was yeah. like surprised because, all right, look, I know. I'm not here to question anybody's blackness or anything like that. That ain't it. But for the most part, Rashida Jones has not played any roles where she's necessarily a black woman. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or the black woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, yes, we know she's, we know she's black. You know, she's been on the office, all these shows, but she hasn't had to do anything culturally in in these shows. You know what I mean? Right, right. So she kind so of you surprised to see her filling that void on the show of this, like the black wife, like, especially the show to, called like, Black as Fuck. Yes, yes, the show is talking about race a lot. It's talking about things she has to go through, not as a black woman, as a biracial woman, as a black mother. You know, you know mm-hmm. all this stuff. So it talks about a bunch of this stuff in very funny ways and also serious ways. Like she goes on a rant. And, and what and what, why you don't think that is because I thought it was um very it to me it seems similar to blackish and you thought that it was like totally different than that. Yeah I don't think it's like blackish at all. And um, I don't see like I really don't see too much like it's yeah I don't really see much like blackish. Like it's a different tone. It's a different kind of humor to the show. Um different kind of way different family um even though blackish is supposed to be based on on king of king rares and his wife and family and this show mm-hmm. is the wife like you know both shows are it seems like they would be similar because of the backgrounds they created and outside of the background <clears throat> also the same type of issues that they trying to um bring to light on both of them because they yeah, both talk about the black way... experience of being in a professional corporate America, the black experience on being a mixed black person. And uh, I saw those similarities at least. But this show is way, like the tone is so different. Like it's so, it's. And what you was talking and about. And I love with, Blackish. Blackish is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, me too. Um, and what you was talking about, like what drew me into like, you know, the, the subject matters that they bring into light at, when I saw the previews of it doing that, that's exactly what brought me in. Like, um, I saw that one where she, where he was, um, 
where Kenya was uh, FaceTiming uh, Issa Rae, Ava, uh, Lena, like all like uh, prominent black creatives right now. Look, you, we I don't want to discuss that because you haven't seen the episode. I, I did um, watch the pilot and even in the previews, I, I know it feels really superficial to say, but like the resonance of his voice was really annoying to me. Like it was like, I, like on the previews, and then when I had to watch a whole show of him whining at a high pitch the entire show, because Kenya is a genius creator, but he's not an actor. And so like when he's when he's doing the show, it's him being one noted. The note See, being a that's why I need you to get the past entire the pilot. show. That's why I need <laughs> you to get past the pilot, because that's just who he is the whole show. Like, yeah. and it's fucking hilarious because he's just he cannot like. It's like he won't allow himself to just be happy. He's like, like mm-hmm. with all the successes, he's just like, man, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And the funniest shit was everybody from Friday, like about five people, hit me up to tell me, Joe, you remind me of this fucking character. <laughs> 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 and, like they said, my my homeboy in New York hit me up. He goes, "Dude, his voice, like, like every, like, fuck, this reminds me of you." And Cheese hit me up. Cheese was like, "Man, when he really? says, what the fuck?" <laughs> He's like, "Yo, that is so you." I was like, and these are everybody who hit me up. None of them, only two of them, hang out with each other. I had a cousin mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Hit, my cousin in New Orleans hit me up. She's like, "Fuck, this dude reminds me of you." That's crazy. And I was <laughs> like, and "So when you say you can't stand his voice, I'm like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I can't stand his voice." And I love Rashida Jones in it because I, what what I feel like she does is she has the comedic timing of Parks and Rec, and she brings that type of character into this show. And I like the mix of it. You know, like she's funny. And that's what I was saying, like, as far as, like, the comedy, uh, as far as, like, the comedic timing, she's perfect. But Mm -hmm. then when it got to more of the, um, you know, the serious tones of it, you know, it was hard for me to believe her at times when she was, like, she went on a, she had to go on a rant. It's just about, just about, like, being a black woman. and. It's a rant that I would see my homegirls do. You know what I mean? You didn't buy it from her, huh? And I didn't buy it from her. And I'm Mm. not saying that she ain't, that this is not something that she actually feels as a person. I'm just saying when she did it, she had to, she was doing, I just didn't truly, it wasn't like, say, my homegirl, Maria, you know, expressing herself about what's going on in her life or my cousin Ashley expressing what she's going through working in corporate. And and I understand that because even seeing her, because she's been on a couple of episodes of Blackish, and they had gotten to some serious tone stuff. And what it is, is that she's pulling from like her black, her angry woman isn't black, angry woman. It's not going to come from her. She's like, it looks like it's come. It looks like it's, a black girl who grew up around white folks anger, you know, like, yeah. and, <laughs> like, and I, man, let me, I, I want you to see that part, um, see that episode and let me know what you think. But yeah. overall, I truly enjoyed the show. Like I laughed my ass off. Like 
I'm going to watch this again. Like I like the the relationship with the kids mm-hmm. and then the kids themselves, like their relationships with each other. Um, I mean, he has an episode where he brings his family through. And it was funny, man. It was it, it was some good shit. Um oh, there's an episode with Tyler Perry. I heard the point that was brought up with that. I don't know if we should talk. I, I want to talk about it. Look, a little bit of it. Listen, we're gonna record very, very soon. All right. We ain't gotta be on nobody's schedule. When you get done with with that shit, even if okay. it's just a talk for yeah. 30 minutes, because I feel like there's some some very important topics topics that got touched on that show. So yeah. we could just go on, just talk for about 30 minutes about those topics. Or, you know, I say 30 minutes, but we end up, no matter what, going further. But I'm just saying, <laughs> when we specifically discuss those topics, because I want to see that episode so bad, because I'm not even going to say what I, I just, this show changed my view on a couple things. That I, mm-hmm. And I know what it did too. Like, yeah, we got okay, yeah. Because I thought about you when I heard pieces of that show, and I didn't watch it yet. So I am going to watch it probably today, actually. But yeah, it was a perspective, you know, that was there was a few perspectives that were given that could, you know, had the power enough to kind of persuade. Maybe, yeah. I'm glad you said get off that Wi-Fi. It has changed everything. It changed. <laughs> it was yeah. I got the, off the Wi-Fi. That five G. That five G that's giving us Corona is helping. Corona is oh shit. <laughs> Hey man, we got to end this episode because I got to piss so bad Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I don't want to be rushed. (laughs) Yeah, you shouldn't be rushed. Um, um, Yeah, we hit everything I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, Yeah. And I got to go pick up some, I got to go pick up some sea moss from the home. Some sea moss. Yeah. I'm trying to stay healthy in this. Oh, one more thing before I, before I run to the pisser. Um, I went to the doctor and got a check, got a checkup, got a physical, got some blood work done, you know, right before my uh, insurance ran out. Same here. And um, dentist. Mm-hmm. I'm basically the, I didn't get to go to the fucking dentist. They were all closed, but I'm basically, I'm the picture of health. All right. That's all I want to say. <laughs> like the doctor was very, like, he was surprised and he was just very like, yo, Joe, you're killing it in life. Thanks. That's all I wanted to say. Awesome. So each of awesome. Seamoss people, I went to the, uh, each of Seamoss people, to... take your omega threes, your fish oils, yes. take your vitamin. Build D3. your immune systems, y'all. That's what it's about. Take man. your vitamin D three. Very important. Take your mm-hmm. magnesium. All right, guys. Take your B twelve. <laughs> this is very important. Your apple cider vinegar. You know, try to fast. No, try to try to intermittent fast, guys. I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm the picture of health. Thank you. <laughs> Me and the gay homie out. Peace.